The mainstream media loves to shy away from the simple questions with hard answers that we all need to hear. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Every day on the No Chit Chat podcast, I bring you the reality of what's going on in our government and around the country. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Caltech Innovation is back to back. You've heard me talk about Caltech's P50 pistol. Now here comes the new 9mm P15 carry pistol. Quality engineered, the 9mm P15 carry pistol is the lightest, thinnest of its kind in Caltech's first striker fire handgun. And as another first, the P15s feature a totally unique patent pending 15 round extended magazine. Now, other features include ambidextrous grip, safety, reversible mag release, and the hybrid fiber optic night sights with full. Fully adjustable rear. That all comes standard. It's from Keltec, inventors of subcompact polymer and now metal handguns. The P15's gator grip texture on the polymer version increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling, while the all-metal version offers comfortable but positive traction and a really beautiful wood grip panel. The P15 is the dependable firepower you need to secure your world. See the new 9mm P15 first, up close and personal, at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C Weapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Do you think what California is doing could or should be a national model? Could be, could be. I mean, I, you know, I know every state is different and you always have to respect what the states are doing. But uh, I do think that once people, I mean, California has gotten more used to electric vehicles uh, and we have to bring down the price of electric vehicles so that everybody can access them. And this is why it's uh, great that there's a $4,000 tax credit, for example, on used electric vehicles that has just been adopted through the Inflation Reduction Great. That's Jennifer Granholm, the Energy Secretary. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you. Third hour of our show post-Labor Day this Tuesday. We have Stephen Yates is going to be joining us in a little bit. This energy, this the, you hear Jennifer Granholm telling everyone, oh, well, California, you know, just really... Really, you know, it's just really set the bar. I mean, it's a model for the rest of the country. Is it, though? Did you hear what uh, they asked? They they did? Or, did you hear what happened over the weekend? Here. I got two head- headlines for you. Let me pull these, <laughs> pull these up. Number one. The first one. California avoids blackouts with bigger tests as heat looms. They've been telling people to reduce their power consumption. Because there is so... There's such a problem with the usage of electricity and their grid. You know, I guess apparently increasing the the grid's ability or anything like that, I guess that's not was never a thing. They declared a grid emergency and they've urged consumers to cut their electricity usage to avoid those blackouts. They said that they had uh they, I mean they literally narrowly implemented or narrowly avoided implementing rotating outages on on yesterday. They said today will be a bigger test. It'll be a bigger test. They said the state has, their electricity use has soared to its highest level in five years. Power demands, they're telling everyone, just, you know, be very careful. Let's reduce our power consumption. Let's reduce how much stress we're putting on the grid. Kane, how do electric vehicles get their power? From coal-fired plants? No, 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 no. Just, like, let's skip that step, like, right to the end. Where do they, and, well, like, you're at home? Oh, because what's the E in EV? Yeah, it's electric. Oh. So, if he's, if people can't even, if the grid can't even handle just homes right now, what do they think when they start adding all these electric cars to the grid? That seems problematic. 
But wait, Kane, they want to ban all gas-powered vehicles by 2030, though. That'll work out great. How how is that going to work? Because then everybody would have EVs, essentially, right? Yeah, and they would probably have to be limited on where they would drive and, and but, how and, they would and use it. In the summer when it's super hot in California, because it's California, yeah. that, that would mean, would they be limited mm-hmm. in how they could charge and their vehicles? Anyone that has ever used hmm. an EV knows that if you end up using the air conditioner or the heater in an electric vehicle, it severely reduces Wait, the what? amount of... What? Really? Yeah. Like that much faster. If you have to use an AC or a heater in an electric vehicle, it pulls from the overall electric bank in the batteries and it shortens the amount of actual distance you can travel. I hate everything. Car. Look, I I am going to say this again. My husband and I will not stop. This is don't ask us this. If you ever see us out in public, do not even bring up electric vehicles because we'll be on cops. <sighs> I would agree with him, but then we'd both be wrong. I mean, I'm fine with gadgets. Stop telling me that you think that electric is... He doesn't think that they're going to be more environmental. He just think that he thinks they make sense. And I'm like, no, they don't. I'm like, they... I, I, I'm not going to actually say what I said to him because I don't think I can. But they don't make sense. Like, I want... No, I'm No, I can't... They... I feel like I have to rely on something... There's like... It feels like there's an additional step there to me, Right? And I also, when I want to get more power for my vehicle, I don't want to wait 20 minutes. I don't know if you've met me. I have no patience, okay? Okay, I have the patience of a toddler. I'm usually really wound up. I'm in major carb fog right now because I accidentally ate some bruschetta yesterday. And I'm like, mmm, it's tiny bread. And it doesn't count as much because it's tiny and, you know, holiday, right, technically. So it doesn't count. So I'm, I'm, I'm in a major carb fog after not having any for like a week. I'm, so long story short, I don't, I don't want to feel as though I am connected. I feel like I can't get black market electric anywhere, but I always can get black market gas. You know what I'm saying? Like I can get fuel anywhere. You know what I mean? You know what people are doing now? And I'm seeing this on social media more and more. They're putting actual gasoline generators in the trunk of their Teslas and other electric vehicles. So in case they run out of electricity, they can pull out the gas-powered generator oh, and lovely. charge up their car. Look at that. I mean, I don't, I don't hate EVs. I just, <laughs> I just don't. Why would you do that? And I don't, I'm one of those people, I like certain cars, but I don't want to have more than one car because I don't. I don't want to feel like I have to have more in my life than I need. You know what I mean? It's just, except if it's guns or shoes. That's totally different. But I don't, you know, I would never have more than one place to live. I would never have more than one vehicle because that just is added stress to me. You know what I mean? The upkeep, the maintenance. I don't want to be stressed out with all that stuff. I just can't. I mean, stuff stresses you out. And so I, if I have one vehicle, I don't want it to be that. I don't want it to be, you know, a glorified Flintstone yabba dabba doer. I don't want that because that's what it is. Let's be real. And then if you're in California, you're screwed. Yeah, it's a model for the nation. I mean, yes, they have rolling blackouts and you're not going to be able to charge your EVs. But otherwise, I just, I can't, I can't deal. I think a good compromise is the hybrid vehicles, the ones that will run on electricity when you're doing the city stuff and the smaller things. But you know, when you're on the highway and you're needing a little more power, it'll kick in the actual engine. And sometimes those cars can get up to like 500 miles to the tank. 
Um, you want to know what else is? It's going to horrify you. What? So, like, my husband's really been getting into like electric supercars and that. Like, and I don't know if I should. I don't know if I can say it because half of my audience is going to die. You will die, and you're going to groan, and you're just going <laughs> to. But I'm really weird about my vehicles. I want them to look unusual. I want them to be loud. I want him, I want to terrify people when I'm on the road, not just because it's a massive vehicle, but because I am a female driving it. Don't look at my hubcaps. You know, I'm just, <laughs> just saying. When I look at some of these electric supercars, because this is all the stuff that he throws in my face. Like, yeah, well, look at this. And look at this one. And it's like, so, like look at this Lotus, whatever. And I'm like, it, you're going to, I don't even want to say it. You're going to hate me. You know what I mean? Y'all are going to get so mad at me. Here, let me tell Kane first, and then we'll just... Uh, I, I think that they look like... Right? Uh, all right. Did, you, you don't... Juan's dying. I'm killing Juan right now. <laughs> I said they look like glorified Nissans. Right. They look like more, like super unnecessarily expensive Nissans with just a couple more hurt curves and humps. That's it. Right? I don't know. Can I, I can I tell you that I agree with Jeremy Clarkson. I don't like the Porsche 1911. The Porsche 1911 because it does look like a fancy Beetle. 911 or the 1911? 1911. 1911. It looks like a fancy Beetle. Oh, Okay. I'm weird. I can't help it. You do know the... I don't like the new Aston Martin that's in an EV because it looks like somebody chopped the face off it. I don't like that. Dodge is going to be stopping the Challenger and the Charger in 2023. Yeah, because they hate humans. They hate everybody. Which will, I think, make the gas-powered ones way more valuable. I know. I want to get... Now, see, I would get all of those. I would get those things. I want my door... I want to be terrified when I hear my door close because I want it to feel like it could crush me. I want a loud car that is annoying that's what i want you know so i i look at these evs and i just think and 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 i and the the system upon which we must rely in order to power them and i think why are we going back in time why why are we going back in time we created the combustible engine we have great we have replenishing fuel supply why are we going back in time? It's the same reason. What are the light bulbs that they made everybody go to that makes everybody look yellow and tartary? What is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Tartary? You know how it looks ever. <laughs> it, if there was an Instagram filter that you could put over it, it would be like yellow teeth. and it Because everything a yellow teeth film. The light that's like supposed to be more energy efficient. It's horrible. It's, they want to take you back in time to when everything sucked. That's what they're trying to do. Fill, All the yeah, technology they, is they, bad. They fill these new bulbs with these dangerous gases. Yes, and it looks horrible. And you Everybody even, looks horrible. Can't even toss them like an old bulb. No, you've got to like you have to basically call get a hazmat suit on. It comes with the bulb. So it comes with the purchase, and you gotta get in there and be real careful. I don't want to deal with that. It's inferior light. And why are we going to inferiority? Ammo is expensive and in short supply. Did you know that you can train without ammunition at your home using the Mantis X? All the best shooters in the world do a significant portion of their training with dry fire practice at home. The Mantis X firearms training system is a no ammo, all electronic way to practice and improve your shooting accuracy. It simply attaches to your own firearm like a like a weapon light and you can use it at home or at the range. The Mantis X gives you data-driven real-time feedback on your technique and guides you through drills and courses. 
differences. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. The Mantis X is used by the Marine Corps, Army, and Special Forces. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. And the Mantis X can improve your shooting dramatically, and it's a must-have for every gun owner. If you believe in your Second Amendment rights, you should also be able to act on your Second Amendment responsibility and be competent and confident in your shooting ability. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. So the Pentagon is looking to speed arms sales to allies to better compete with China, according to this piece from the Wall Street Journal. They said that there's a new task force created looking for ways to streamline these foreign weapons sales programs spurred by the ongoing Russian war against Ukraine. The Pentagon created this task force of senior officials last month to look at the longstanding inefficiencies in U.S. sales of weaponry to foreign countries. They call it the Tiger Team, and they're going to try to basically fix it and get stuff in people's hands faster. While banning, trying to ban it at home. Anyway, uh, Boris Johnson has a new, well, he's no longer, he's out. He has a replacement. Liz Truss is going to replace him as the British Prime Minister. She defeated the former Chancellor Rishi. Uh, Suki in there oh shoot almost lost this page defeated in the last election that they had which saw Boris Johnson they said it was a scandal plague uh, Rishi Sunak in the leadership contest with the conservative party so she's a conservative leader but they said that Boris Johnson he had a scandal plague premiership did he really though I mean I know if, if you consider not wanting to go, go through lockdown they said oh he had a party yet remember that whole scandal he apparently had a garden party and the queen had to sit alone for her husband's funeral yeah because all the people on the left made that happen so get mad at yourselves i don't know i i don't like boris johnson oh you know as a as i don't think he's super conservative but for in britain he's conservative this crazy story this eliza fletcher story that's been all over the news all day today uh the kidnapper in her case apparently served 20 years prior for kidnapping a prosecutor how are you like out on the street when you're kidnapping people and you're spending time in jail and you just keep getting released? I'm just, you know, I'm curious. And a judge, according to NBC, a judge granted Trump's special master request and delayed part of the criminal probe. It's in Trump appointed judge dismantled the Justice Department arguments and said that the unique case called a neutral review of the documents seized at Mar-a-Lago. I want to switch it up and get into some of this gender stuff. I want to share this tweet with you. This came out. I saw this this morning. This had to do with Lurie Children's Hospital of Chicago from Chris Rufo. They published a gender conversation featuring a 13-year-old trans kid arguing that kids are never too young to learn about sexual transition. Now, if you are listening through a, through, you know, on radio, one of our, you know, affiliates across the country you're not going to see the video and i'll describe it to you really quickly uh, that people watching the simulcast of the nationally syndicated radio show see the 13 year old in question is in a bra a short skirt and fishnet uh tights now They're talking to this, I don't know, I guess this is a medical professional, doctor, I don't know. It's a bra or cutout dress, looks like just a bra. But they're dressed in lingerie and fishnets. Dressed like a prostitute. Listen to this 
just excerpt of this weird conversation. This is some groomer stuff. Something that um, probably should be explained I think to a lot of people is you're like, you're never like too young to know about this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it's something that people should be taught, like, especially at a young age, because it's easier to learn that way, and that way it's something you've always known. And I feel like a lot of people think that, oh, my kids are going to be around trans people, they're going to want to be just like them. Well, maybe, maybe it's, like, a good thing for people who don't know that they're trans to be around trans people, so they can get that advice, they can help understand themselves better. And I feel like it's a good thing for just people to, like, they don't just, just for them to know about this stuff because it spreads awareness. Spreads awareness. Again, I just want to describe for you, this is a 13-year-old sitting in uh, a bra and a short skirt wearing fishnets. Now, in the, it previously, the left... Remember how they used to react over like Hooters waitresses and they would even get upset over strippers and all this stuff. Any, they would near riot over hypersexualized women and they claimed that, oh, it's just a, they, they, the reason they got mad about it and, and mad about the appearance of women who dress like that is because I think it was really jealousy, but also I think it was also, a, they, they said it was a stereotype of patriarchal tastes, that the only reason the women were dressing like that was to please men and that's sexist and thus it was degrading. But now you have adults with baggage, they're dressing kids like prostitutes. This is the left. Adult leftists are, pre- are dressing kids like prostitutes while degrading women as imitable only by these stereotypical representations. So everything that the left claimed was so offensive and sexist previously, if women did it, is now used as the visual measure by which to judge whether or not someone is transitioned or if they can transition if they're male and they want to represent as female you need to adopt and and wear essentially all of these characteristics that they for decades said was a sexist representation of the patriarchy if worn or demonstrated or represented by women does that make sense it's the same thing like how you have Uh, today tomboys or you know girls who like the color blue or boys who like you know maybe they think pink's not a bad color yet they use if if a woman were to like pink or if a, a mother were to get her daughter pink stuff remember how they went through this thing where princesses are so bad i'm so glad she doesn't want to be a disney princess i'm so glad she doesn't want to be a princess for halloween do you do you remember how that when did that sentiment start coming up you know it exists right isn't that like an often expressed sentiment that you hear over and over again in pop culture? Oh, I don't like pink. I don't like this. I mean, I even hear it sometimes in the gun community. Oh, I don't want to pink this or that. I'm like, why? Why not? And it's used to be to say, oh, well, it's so stereotypical, stereotypical representation or appeal to women. But yet the left, this is the left that says it. But then the left will immediately adopt that. Oh, my gosh, a boy likes that color must mean he wants a vagina. We're going to use these basic optics, these ba- or these basic visuals, uh, or these characteristics to decide 
whether or not we entirely overhaul someone's gender because of this stuff that we said was sexist when it was applied only to women. It's the dumbest thing. It is, it's, it's a completely illogical stance. It has, there's no logic in it at all whatsoever. And yet that's what, this is groomer. The stuff that I saw in the video, that's groomer stuff. The woman who is sitting there across from a 13-year-old who's dressed in fishnets and a bra, that is ridiculous exploitation of a child. That makes you a predator. You're a groomer. If you don't want to be called a predator or a groomer, then don't act like a predator or a groomer. Oh my gosh, these adults with their baggage. What, there's not enough people out there for you? You got to sexualize kids too? Man, it's messed up. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. Callie, I've got a million things here. Uh, Let's start with this. This is uh, from Macon. I got two sources for this and also the, the Telegraph. So a man and woman from Port Ritchie, Florida, were traveling in an SUV. It was apparently speeding up the interstate. They were pulled over by a sheriff's deputy. Wee hours of August 4th, their Honda Pilot was going 95, mile, 95 miles per hour. When the deputy stopped them, he caught wind of an overwhelming smell of burned marijuana. And then they found a, quote, small bag of white crack-like substance. The guy asked the, de- or the deputy asked the guy who was 28 years old what it was. And the reply was, man, I don't even know. And then he apparently thought better of continuing the charade. He goes, yeah, it's cocaine. And he was arrested. They didn't give names. They just gave ages. So there were 28 and 26, the woman, I think, respectively. So they're, yeah, he's like, he finally decided better lying. Uh, this man in Gainesville, Florida, threatened store employees with a machete. He is behind bars. He went into Walmart with a machete. Devon Jordan, 26, arrested at the Walmart on, in, at, I don't know where, I don't care where it is. It's Florida. Uh, it was at Walmart. He was arrested. I don't know why. He grabbed a machete from a shopping cart. Wait, he there was just a machete there? Like he walked in? The way, see, this is how the story goes. It says that he was yelling inside the store, prompting employees to ask him to leave. He refused. Employees called the authorities. They tried to escort him outside. Then he grabbed a machete from a shopping cart. Somebody just had a machete in a shopping cart? I mean, it's been, I know they got some blades at like the Super Walmart, right? Do they got blades at all of them? Yeah, they sell them there in the uh, camping area. I only was by a Super Walmart. I had not been into a regular Walmart in forever. I don't know when's the last time I've been in a regular Walmart. I, did they have all that fun stuff too? I imagine. Any, I, I mean, I know there's a bigger story here, but I was like, wait a minute. You mean the regular ones got machetes too? <laughs> so he threatened employees with it. Police arrived, They char- but they charged him for armed trespassing. He was on his way. Can you, even if he's on his way and he grabs a machete on his way out, does that still stick? Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The mainstream media shies away from the simple questions with hard answers that we all need to hear. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Every day on the No Chit Chat podcast, I bring you the reality of what's going on in our government and around the country with no extra fluff. In my latest episodes, I lay out the blunt facts of what's going on in the District of Columbia, the way the media is misleading the public, and plans that political parties are making. Concise, comprehensible news is what America needs and deserves. I'm here to deliver. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.